Okay, what's up? Leron here. Thank you for joining me in another episode of my weekly podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I find really interesting, uh, and that is you could label it as innovation or thinking uh, outside the box. Okay, so this is episode 175. I want to really thank you for joining me, and hopefully you'll enjoy this one. So innovation and thinking outside the box, two things Uh, that reminded me of this concept and how important it is and how it can revolutionize your life as an artist, as a creative, um, as, as just a person in general. So first off is learning from one thing and applying it to the other when this the connection between the two things isn't as obvious. So let me give you my two cents on that. Uh, the way I used to paint portraits uh, was very much a la prima. I would go directly and try and match the value I see in different areas uh, of the face. So I'd actually see a bit of dark there. So I'll put that. I'll see a little light here. I'll put that. It goes warm. It goes cool. And what I would get is a very beautiful uh, kind of even wash. Uh, that Not even, but, you know, one flowy wash that also has all of the gradations and changes within it. Okay, so that's really interesting. Now, with landscapes and cityscapes and scenes, what I would often do is I'd paint everything. I'll cover all of that. I had this this very uh, set in stone, if you will, routine in which I would paint first I'd cover everything. Uh, with an initial wash, then I'll cover different areas, and it was a very kind of built-in process. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, really, uh, but I do like to try new things out, because often you'll find that the new thing can improve your current thing. Even if you don't fully adopt that new thing, it can help you improve in the thing you're doing right now. And it's a common, I think, fallacy to stay in in your set ways without ever second-guessing them. And there is a lot of benefit to second-guessing these things. So what, what would happen is I tried taking the way I would, for some reason, naturally paint portraits and apply it to cityscapes. And you can actually see this in my recent YouTube video. Um, well, not really. It's not exactly the same. So I'll, I'll, I'll retract that last statement. But what, what I did was I gave it a try uh, and I tried painting where I see light, I put light. Where I see dark, I see dark. I tried just covering the whole thing up in a very a la prima way, but still maintaining the flow. And it was a big challenge because instead of working in layers and glazes, I changed the whole process up and it means that the next layer is also different, has different requirements, different things to do. So this thing of learning from one area and bringing it into another is really useful. Here's another example I'll give you. In one of my recent videos, I talk about three uh, very creative and unique watercolor painting exercises to improve you. And one of them is to actually draw with the paint, like literally look at something and draw it and try to be accurate. What this does is it forces you to use the brush as if it's a pencil. So you find yourself getting a lot of different curves with it and working it differently. And a lot of people may not be used to working with the brush that way. And what this does is really improves your uh, control of it. Uh, you learn how to use it in a very um, different manner than you, you're used to. And that has a lot of benefits. Okay, so uh, this is two things in which we take from one area and we bring to the next. Uh, and... I just think these things can lead to such aha moments. It's it's crazy how 
much better our life can be if we just apply these kinds of ideas. So here's another innovative idea. It's not innovative for me. I've been thinking about it for a while now, and now it, it got into my mind again. And that is, so you may remember how I talked about batching, uh, combining the same um, similar tasks. Now, another aspect of this uh, can be um, dividing, divide and conquer, you can call it. But uh, this idea is that and this, I saw this in, I don't know if you know Tim Ferriss from the 4-Hour Workweek. He talked about how he kind of disrupts his own patterns. Um, and one of the things he used to do was to take a week of work and then a week off. So he would work in cycles of a week. He works fully. And then another week he's on vacation. Now, the vacation doesn't mean to slob around. It's actually a very active vacation to do stuff, to have experiences, to do meaningful things. For example, for me, that would be cooking and even playing video games can be that because I really see this as, as an experience and I barely do it. So it's not at the addiction level for me yet. Um, traveling, you know, just spending time with people you love, um, doing these things in the week off. And what this does is it creates an interesting balance because who said that we have to, you know, work half the day and then uh, have time off the other half? Who says that's how it has to be divided? Why not do one day of work, one day of off? I know it sounds it sounds completely crazy and obviously you don't have the freedom to do that if you're working at a job. Um, I'm referring to uh, the whether you have your own uh, business or your, or you build a business around your art or you can apply this to many different things. Try and play with the frequency um, and push it more to the extreme. So here's my where it connects to current day for me. Uh, one thing I've been really struggling with is carving out time to draw my manga because I have my normal job, which is amazing, like making you know tutorials and teaching watercolor and drawing, um, and it's all mostly online, and I can reach and connect with so many people everywhere. Um, so I'm super grateful for that, but it's really hard for me to now add that full-time job, essentially, of drawing a full manga, which is also pretty darn uh, challenging and time-consuming. Forget about the challenge. It's just a lot of time. I've been I've been working, I think, on average, uh, every page so far took me a week, to, like every page. I'm on the second page, and it's going to take about two weeks to finish. So uh, every page took about a week or a week and a half. Uh, so I had this crazy thought of why not I don't. I don't think I'll do it soon. But it's it's an interesting thing to think about. Why not do one week full time manga, and then a week that's the usual work. The way this can help is think about it this way. There is one thing called uh, task switching cost. Whenever you stop doing something and you start doing something else, there is time involved in that. Time to unwind from what you did and time to get ready and rewired for what you're going to do. And every drawing session for the manga, it takes me about 15 to 20 minutes or even an hour to really get into it and be able to um, draw quickly and understand what I'm working on. Every time it's like, it takes some time to orient myself again. Now, what would happen if I consolidate many hours and days of working just on that? I believe the the... I, the the rhythm of work will accelerate greatly and my productivity and that can improve greatly. And then the other week, I can focus just on, you know, making the videos, making the tutorials, posting a lot of content. So it's just a thought. Um, it's an interesting thought experiment. It doesn't have to be as extreme as one week. It can be uh, three to four days. It can be 
two to three days, you know, I'll have to think about it. But the entire idea here is to open up your mind to something that maybe you're not as used to. Uh, And I'm trying to always do that with myself. We all have our own blind spots and fallacies. I'm sure I'm doing a lot of things wrong that I could learn from others, uh, which is why I am trying to learn from others. So hopefully that makes sense. I hope you enjoyed listening to me tuning in on this episode, whatever you're doing now, uh, whether you're uh, just chilling or doing something, working. Um, I really appreciate it. I have had a really good time in yesterday's Instagram live session, and I hope to do one again real soon, probably next week. Uh, We also, uh, I got a couple of people uh, to join me in the live, and then uh, they asked their question, which was really, really nice as well uh, on video. It's just a different experience. It, It feels, it's a nice way of communication. Uh, so I hope to do more of these and to just improve communication. Overall, I also hope to do lives on YouTube soon too. Um, it's very effective and efficient because I don't have to edit or anything. I can just film it and then it's on YouTube. I'll have to think about that as well and see how I set it up. But in any case, thank you so much. I'm going to stop rambling. Take care and I will talk to you again real soon.